Welcome back to Be the Burning One podcast. I am Tanya Williams, your faith instigator, hope dealer, and host of this podcast. My goal is to encourage you to go farther and deeper than you have ever been in your relationship with the Lord. My greatest desire is to see you become a burning one. When was the last time that you heard someone say, Ah, you're so full of it. I'm going to assume, and let me tell you, I do not like making assumptions, but this one exception, I'm going to assume that most of the time when you've heard that phrase, Ah, you're so full of it, is probably when someone has been telling a really tall tale, right? And basically they were lying. So why do we do that? I'm going to pause right here. Why, why do we do that? Why do we try to minimize or soften a lie by calling it a tall tale or calling it, oh, it's just a little white lie? Well, wouldn't you say that that is another one of those opportunities for us to take a thought captive and make it obedient to Christ? Our words have been hijacked. Satan is the father of lies, and he will twist what we say in an attempt to grow his false authority here in the earth. Think about that. When is it ever okay to pull someone's leg? When is it ever okay to bend the truth? Uh, the answer to that would be never. And since I'm going down this rabbit trail, if you would go there with me, where do you think the phraseology, the big C, in relation to cancer came from? Hmm? Satan is always going to try to divert our attention away from, try to minimize the bigness and the greatness of our God. Let it be known, Jesus Christ is Lord over cancer. Ask me how I know. Yeah, well, in a future episode, I will share how Jesus crushed the cancer lie in my own life. So, just know that Satan is always looking to pull a fast one on us. And speaking of fast ones, as I continue down a, a different trail, I'm, I'm eventually going to get to being full of it, okay? But pulling a fast one, I want to talk about idioms. Right, idioms. I've used how many so far in the couple of minutes that I've been talking? Well, for you beautiful ones that may not have been raised here in the United States, I know that idioms can be very challenging, and I typically refrain from using them because I do understand that the meaning can be lost for some people. Now, you may be saying, why is she even talking about this, or wow, why is she even aware of that? Well. I think there really are three reasons why I'm aware. One, words matter. What we say matters in the earth. And if we're taking words and we're using them in, in a way that's kind of confusing or in a way that's inappropriate, much like Satan calling cancer the big C when Jesus Christ is the big C. So I'm aware of idioms for that reason. Not that the big C is an idiom. Um, but another reason why I am aware of idioms and how challenging it could be is because my oldest son is on the autistic spectrum, and he does take words quite literally. So I'm familiar with the challenges of 
sometimes using a phrase that a neurotypical person would probably understand, but for my son, it's kind of odd. The last reason is because I am learning a second language, so I can literally relate to the challenges of being a non-native speaker. And when I see some of the common expressions of the language I'm learning, all I can do is shake my head because I am. I am taking the words literally, and that's not the intended meaning. So I do apologize if for any reason I have said some things that have been confusing. I'm basically trying to say that the devil is a liar. Well, getting back on track, that wasn't an idiom, was it? Getting back to the subject at hand, the expression, you're just full of it, came to mind when I was actually reading scripture, okay? And I'm going to read it to you. So I started off in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 22 and 23, uh, and I am using the NIV version. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed to him the head, excuse me, appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. And then I went over to Colossians. Uh, I thought I had it bookmarked. Hang on. In Colossians uh, chapter 2, verse 9, it says, For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. Verse 10, and you have been given fullness in Christ, who is the head over every power and authority. I have been given fullness in Christ. You, beautiful one, have been given fullness in Christ. I read that and I asked myself, what am I full of? Beautiful one, what are you full of? Do you know? What is constantly spilling out of you because of the abundance that's within you? Hmm. Has gratitude watered the garden of your heart in the midst of this COVID-19 pandemic? Has the sacrifice of thanksgiving and praise rolled off your tongue and is sloshing around in your home or your business? Has the peace that surpasses all understanding flooded your relationships, both personal and professional? Well, I'll tell you what I want to be full of. I want to be full of the truth of who I am in Christ Jesus. I want the truth and nothing but the truth, so help me God. So help me God. Papa, I am who you say I am. The beautiful ones listening are who you say they are. You are not a man that you should lie. In Christ we are holy. In Christ we are righteous. We are victorious in every area of our lives. We are chosen. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. Oh, how we desire to grow in our understanding of the fullness of you, Jesus. Beautiful one, let it be that you continue to live in Christ Jesus, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. 
Remember that in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form, and you have been given fullness in Christ. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.